What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. I'm Eamon Javers, and this is part two of China's Corporate Spy War, a special CNBC podcast. Act two, Tradecraft. Great to see you, Director Ray. Thank you so much for doing this. FBI Director Christopher Ray has been warning American industry for years about the threat from China. The Chinese government is bound and determined to try to steal key technologies through a whole variety of means, cyber means, human intelligence programs, and even seemingly benign investments, and then using them in concert. One of those Chinese intelligence programs targeted a GE engineer named David Zhang. It's November 2017, and in a corporate office just outside Cincinnati, Ohio, the FBI is questioning Zhang about a lecture he gave in China and the people he met there. Here's the federal prosecutor in the case, Tim Mangan. A lot of the questions had to do with what information did he download, what did he take with him, what exactly transpired in China. The engineer needs to decide whether or not to cooperate with U.S. law enforcement recruiting people to cooperate and, and take risks, uh, personal risks, is something we never take for granted. But it is certainly one of the harder things that any skilled security service or law enforcement organization uh, can do. And that person faces a choice, right? Cooperate with the FBI or face the consequences. And that's a choice that we make sure they understand uh, both sides of those consequences. The GE engineer consults with an attorney and he agrees to cooperate. So now the most important questions are, who in China has targeted the engineer and what exactly are they after? So what the FBI does is they take control of the operation. They begin to respond as the employee to the emails and the phone calls that are coming in from the Chinese side. And it is a classic double agent operation. James Olson is a former chief of counterintelligence at the CIA. He's a key expert for the prosecutors in Cincinnati, helping them understand how spies do their work. I am a strong advocate of more double agent operations. If I was still back in charge, counterintelligence and CIA, I would be flooding the Chinese with double agents. Just keep them busy. Keep them busy, <laughs> but also you learn so much. What are their requirements? Who are their personnel? What's their tradecraft? How do they train? Spies are taught tradecraft, the tools and techniques needed to find, recruit, and run agents. Lying is a prized skill, and keeping your cover is a matter of life and death. Finding the right people to work in this world is key for any intelligence agency. In my last year of law school, I'm sitting in my dormitory room, and the phone rings. And the voice on the phone said, Mr. Olson, we think we have a career opportunity that might be of interest to you. And who was we? We was the CIA. Olson met his wife Meredith at the agency, and together they went undercover in the capitals of Europe with three small children in tow. So you lied to your own children about who you were and what you did for a living? We lied to everybody. 
But in Vienna, Olson faced a very personal peril. He says Iranian terrorists found out he was the CIA's chief of station in the Austrian capital, and they mailed a letter to the family's home. I've kept it all these years. It started out, dear infidel dog. <laughs> dear infidel dog. Yeah, don't you hate letters like that? Yeah, that's, yeah. I've never gotten a letter like that. I wouldn't know. Yeah, the next paragraph isn't going to be yeah, great no, either. No, no, no. It was a death threat. Wow. It was a serious death threat against me by name, against Meredith by name, against each of our three children. That's scary stuff. The CIA actually offered to pull us out of Vienna because of the death threat to the children. It was really Meredith who said, no, we've been sent here with a mission to perform. And that was when we decided that we needed to tell our oldest, Jeremy. We sat him down in an acoustically secure room. We said, listen, Jeremy, mom and dad are in the CIA. We are a CIA family. There has been a death threat against our family and we need your help. Wow. That's kind of a lot to put on a 16 year old. a lot to put on a 16 year old. He said, you need to watch out for your little brother and sister. Make certain that you always are together, that you have them in sight, you get on the same school bus. You need to be alert to your surroundings. If anybody is following you, you've got to get in touch with someone in a position of authority right away. With his help, and then also a lot of other precautions we put on the children that they weren't aware of. Yeah. We were able to steal and finish our assignment. After a 31-year career at the agency, Olson made the difficult decision to come in from the cold to teach the country's next generation of intelligence experts at the Bush School at Texas A&M University. Olson says the FBI's double agent operation involving the GE engineer was textbook. The FBI had the luxury of no face-to-face -face contact. They're sitting in Cincinnati, and they have the engineer there who is making certain that the language reflects how he would actually speak. The FBI uses the GE engineer to connect with the man he met in China, whose true name, they find out, is Xu Yanjun. Xu sitting over in China is encouraged because the communications that are coming back from the FBI posing as the employee are encouraging. So Xu thinks the GE engineer is a spy for China. He's moving in that direction. But he's actually a double agent working for the FBI. That's right. Xu begins testing the boundaries, sending detailed requests to the engineer to see what he'd be willing to reveal. U.S. attorneys Emily Gladfelter and Tim Mangan show me one of the messages. One of the things that Zhu sent to the GE engineer was a shopping list of things that he was looking for. This was a list of things that he obviously had gotten from talking to um, other people in China, companies and government officials. So, so this is the wish list. This is the wish list. So the top version is the Chinese version and then the translation underneath. And so this is the actual ask. He's asking for the types of software programs they're using. He's asking design and structure questions about the composite material for fans and the fan casing. Was there a moment where you said, you know, we're over the hump here? To me, it was the request for the laptop directory. A laptop directory would list all the files that the engineer had access to, files filled with GE's proprietary information. It's a bold request that Shu makes, and he put it all in writing. 
he attaches instructions on exactly how, well, here's how you to do, do it. it. Yes. Step one, create a notepad document. Step two, open it and entering the following content. So he's giving him literally step-by-step -step instructions on how to send him GE information. Yeah, and this is the type of document that should make U.S. companies nervous. This is exactly the steps that you go through if you want to copy your company computer and give it to China. If Xu Yanjun gets that directory, it could lead him to the construction secrets behind GE's jet engine fan blades. The GE engineer was one of less than 10 people on a team regarding this technology that they were working on, and one of a few people that had the information they were seeking. Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janus Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janus Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Act three, the prize. What is it at GE Aviation that's so valuable that the Chinese would need to steal it? GE is the most important engine company in the entire world in terms of technology, in terms of market standing. Aviation analyst Richard Abulafia says China's aircraft manufacturing industry has often relied on partnerships with Western companies as a way to get their technology or intellectual property. Western companies were fully aware that IP copying was involved, that was practically imprinted. So what do you do? You show up with your latest and best from 1987. Is that what happened? In many cases, yes. Abulafia says GE resisted Chinese pressure to share its engine technology. They were able to say to the Chinese, no, we won't work with you on developing something. You have to buy our engines off the shelf. And basically, um, the Chinese looked at that and said, we need to replicate that. But that is an even bigger challenge than replicating a jetliner. Why do you say that? A turbine engine has such exacting standards and tolerances that you have to be really good at it. A lot of it is, is basically very well-kept secrets that were evolved starting in World War II. And that far back. That far back. And there's only three companies and two countries in the world that can build a commercial jetliner engine. It's an elite group, made up of GE and Pratt and & Whitney in the United States and Rolls-Royce in the United Kingdom. This is a turbofan engine. So ballpark it for me. How much would an engine like this typically cost? Typically somewhere in the range of $15 million. These aren't cheap. They aren't, but that's because they're very complex. Dr. Sita Raghavan is an associate dean and professor of engineering at Embry-Riddle in Florida one of the country's top 10 schools for aviation. So there are about 8,000 students here on campus and some of them are in the College of Aviation where they learn how to fly. The others are in engineering where they learn how to be um, you know, engineers, whether it's maintenance uh, or you know, research. She explains that jet engine fan blades have undergone a dramatic revolution. And she has me pick up an older blade made out of titanium. So this is pretty heavy. I mean, I can feel it the weight of this. It is heavy, and 38 of these blades can weigh up to 300 over pounds. To get rid of much of that weight and save on fuel costs, GE introduced composite fan blades in 1995. They're made out of resins with carbon fibers embedded inside. 
Professor Ragavin shows me a thin layer of that material. It looks like a piece of shiny black paper. You start with this. In a typical manufacturing process for composites, you're going to do what's called a layup. So you're going to take these, and you can stack them in different directions, where the fibers are in different directions. And that gives you strength in one or more directions. Multiple layers right, can produce the composite of greater thickness, and that gives you a lot of toughness as well. Yeah, this is super light. And you can feel it's really solid. Right. I can't break it. You can't break it. <laughs> GE is the only company that makes composite fan blades on certified jet engines today. And the Chinese government wants to know how they do it. So you can't just buy an engine, break it apart, analyze it, and figure out how they made it. You can't. It's not. It's, it's not, harder than that. It's not as easy as, as that, yeah. And to really understand the whole process, you really need information about what are they made of, how were they made, and what other temperatures, and there's, there's a lot of information that goes into making one of these. China has relied on Boeing and Airbus for most of its airplanes. The country has its own commercial airplane manufacturer called Comac, but it is far behind its global rivals. The C919, which is supposed to compete with Boeing 737, everything that's in that plane that keeps it in the air is American or European. Scott Kennedy of the Center for Strategic and International Studies has been researching China since he was a college student there 35 years ago. So explain, if you could, how this Chinese spy, Xu Yanjun, stealing this piece of technology from GE Aviation, fit into the larger goal of what China's trying to do. The Chinese have been trying to develop engine technology on their own, and they have domestic companies working on that, uh, but they have not made much success going down uh, the regular acceptable path. And so at the same time, there have been people in China who have been looking for alternative means, so to speak, to obtain this technology that they couldn't develop regularly and legitimately. And those are the spies? Yes. Creating their own commercial aircraft is perhaps Xi Jinping's top commercial priority. He has associated himself personally with achieving this mission. The political incentive for anyone in China in this sector is sky high. And for some, like Xu Yanjun, it may mean taking enormous risks to obtain that tech. Working with GE, the FBI fakes a laptop directory. They include enough information to make it look tantalizing, but without giving away any proprietary information. The GE engineer sends it off to Xu. Federal prosecutor Tim Mangan says this was a turning point in the case. And what did Xu say when he got the document? Things changed pretty dramatically. He was much more interested in meeting again with our GE employee. The time is approximately 11.15 a.m. About to start consensual telephone call. This is a covert recording by the FBI sitting with the engineer as he makes a phone call to Xu to set up a meeting. Xu focuses on the laptop. The computer you will bring is the one your company issued to you, right? Right. The voices you hear are an English translation of the actual phone call that was conducted in Mandarin. The notebook, right? Right, but I can't copy if necessary. The thing is, can you export the stuff out? I can export it. You can export it, it. good. a portable hard drive. Uh, good, good, good. Right. So if possible, we will look over uh, the stuff. Can we do that? You can. 
Do you understand? Carry the stuff along. Here's former CIA chief of counterintelligence, James Olson. She was sitting over there, and he thinks, this is terrific. This is going to be a promotion. This is going to be an intelligence on my coup. Chest. Yeah. I'm going to get the engine blades that we've been looking for for a long time from GE Aviation. So he's excited. He's hungry. So at that moment, the FBI has him sort of on the hook. Yes. And their goal is to get him out of China, because they can't get him in China. We can't China. get him in China. The trick is that Xu doesn't want to go to the United States, where he knows he won't be safe. And the FBI can't operate in China. So the FBI has the engineer tell Xu he's going on a business trip to Europe. And the meeting has to take place in Brussels. Four months into the double agent operation, Xu takes an enormous risk, leaving China and flying to Europe. And in Brussels, an FBI team, the GE engineer, and Belgian police are working up a plan of their own. I'm Eamon Jabbers. Coming up on part three of China's corporate spy war, the spy doesn't know that the spy hunters are onto him. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. FedEx.